welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on controlling inner voices. And we've been at this now for a total of nine parts in this series. Uh, If you're just now jumping on, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the beginning of this series. We are winding down at this point. I have just a few other ideas to share with you, and we're going to move on to our next series very soon. So we see how much we can get through today. So the next tip or idea uh, for self-therapy that you can use, and that's kind of what we've been doing, is talking about a list of uh, methods to help Uh, reframe and rewire, which is the name of our our podcast as a whole here, Uh, but reframe and rewire on a consistent basis despite what the inner voices might be saying to you and how strong they may be, which we all know or should know by now if you've been listening, that these are neural networks that you've built over a lifetime, uh, just repeating the same thoughts again and again and again in your head. And I realize that in many cases, uh, it's it's deep-seated trauma that has led to this behavior. And uh, when we are, you know, we go through some extremely traumatic circumstances, whether they're in our youth or whether they're in our uh, adult life or even in our teen life, you know, uh, peer pressure can do that. There's so many different things. I really can't list them all. I think we're all familiar with our own cases of trauma that we may have been through where it changed our thinking patterns to such a degree that we couldn't couldn't stop thinking about it. And of course, as we keep thinking about it day and night, lying awake at night thinking about it and repeating it again and again and talking to others about it or gossiping about it or being angry about it or whatever, we strengthen those neural networks because our brain does not decipher whether it's good or, or bad, positive or negative. It just plain builds those networks for you as you continue to think about it and meditate on it day and night. Uh, so we need to choose what, the what, that we're thinking about. And that takes a lot of effort uh, and cognizance. So for some more than others, and for uh, a few of my clients, it seems almost impossible to fight against them. They're just constantly barraging us. And it just seems like an, an, an impassable blockage of sorts. Uh, But I I want to encourage you that no matter how bad it is, no matter how strong they may be, you can change it. So back to my list here of things. Um, Here's an interesting idea. How about using action-oriented language that is present? So uh, the inner critic tends to use phrases like, I should have, I could have, I would have. You know, or or you should, or you you are you're never, or you're always, or you have to, or no one is like this, or um, must. You know, um, these things are very hurtful um, and damaging. Instead, what we can try to do, and again, this takes genuine effort and cognizance. And yesterday we talked a lot about journaling, thought journaling, which can help you with this process. So if you missed that one, do go back and listen to it because you can use what I'm sharing with you right now to adopt this pattern, this pattern creation. But try instead 
to reverse the language in your head to say, I feel, or I think, or I hope. Um, this is far less damaging. It's a step. It's one of those baby steps in the right direction. If you're struggling with totally reversing it and, you know, saying things like, well, I'm smart and I'm confident and I'm beautiful and I'm amazing. If you can't get quite to that level yet, this is one of those steps that I had mentioned yesterday in our discussion that you could take that's kind of sort of taking you to the next level without pushing you all the way to the top quite yet. Uh, that may take more time. And I'll mention to you uh, what I'd said yesterday also, and that, you know, for some it could take weeks, some months, some years, some even decades of repeating this change and shift. And you have to be very cognizant about it long term, okay? Um, I, I think when I was closing out yesterday, I'd mentioned 21 to 30 days to create a new neural network. That is true. However, uh, I also want to define the fact that, you know, some of these networks are so deep and so wide and so strong that that won't be enough time, okay? You can definitely make some progress. You could definitely create some new neural networks, which is awesome, right? Um, but to defeat the uh, the foes in your mind that are so huge that it's going to take a little longer, okay? Realistically, it's going to take longer. But you, if you stick with it uh, long term, you, you can definitely notice a change um, beginning at 21 to 30 days and then moving forward depending on how diligent you are with it. And I, uh, I want you to remember too that you a, a new thought pattern dries up or denatures from the neuron within 48 hours. So if you're not consistent with this every day, in other words, if you go say maybe a week at a time and, and work on it, it will not be able to take effect nearly as quickly as it unless you if you get to doing it every single day so that's why daily journaling can be incredibly helpful okay um here's another really interesting thought uh what about just kind of looking at this from practical terms especially if you grew up and and you had experienced some uh childhood trauma of some kind well we all know that children need to have uh, compassion, understanding, love, security, right? So if we can begin to deliver language to ourselves internally that align with those things, okay, so we ask ourselves a question, now, was that a compassionate thing to think? Was that a, was, is that creating more security for me? Is that making me feel loved? And then reason, kind of reason with that inner critic in such a way that we begin to rethink how we're treating ourselves internally and deliver what that child never got. And that can create a change as well. Well, I am out of time today. I'll come back tomorrow and finish up with some of these. Um, and maybe tomorrow will be our last. We'll see. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire, wishing you all the best. Thank you for joining.